This is News Talk. Well, the Irish Daily Star front page The Best of Us tribute to Slain Garda as killer found guilty. The Irish son, cop killer, is guilty. Horkin family relief as shooter faces 40 years in jail. And the Irish Daily Mirror, justice for a column. This is the news that the family of a Slain Garda hugged each other in court yesterday as his killer was convicted of capital murder. Stephen Silver, age 46, now faces a mandatory 40 years in prison for opening fire 11 times with Colm Horkin's gun in an unprovoked attack in Castlery in County Roscommon on the 17th of June 2020 and his brother Brendan said Colm was the best of us he deserved this verdict today The front of the Irish Examiner is an interesting one from Waterford which you may have heard about in recent weeks uh, about a woman alleging <clears throat> that foreigners were attacking local people in Dungarvan and the news now is that a woman has been arrested by Gardaí under false reporting legislation in Waterford following false rumours that foreigners were attacking local people. Uh, Obviously, we've heard President Higgins warning of a rise of poisonous xenophobia involving spreading fear about refugees fleeing war and persecution. And Gardaí arrested the woman for knowingly making a false report following an allegation of an attempted assault on a woman in Dungarvan. Unsubstantiated rumours had been circulating online of attacks in Dungarvan Garvan by foreign nationals uh, and Gardaí say they're aware of the significant volume of misinformation, disinformation and fake news in circulation at the moment. That's on the front of the examiner. They also look at the eviction ban. Uh, never far from the headlines these days, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar saying that councils are ramping up the provision of emergency accommodation for those who find themselves homeless after the evictions ban is lifted on March 31st. Obviously, a lot of people are worried about those who are issued with notices to quit in the coming weeks and months. Where do they go? And uh, Sinn Féin found at least 17 local authorities have no capacity to provide emergency shelter and a further five have extremely limited spaces and some others didn't respond to Sinn Féin yet. But the vast majority of councils, it would seem, have no capacity, no room at the inn for people who are affected by the eviction ban. And of course, we heard yesterday from Thornish the Michal Martin saying that Ireland has turned a corner when it comes to housing. Others wondering what sort of corner that is. The Irish Independent, Cuckoo Funds, local authorities and state-backed housing charities have all stepped up their home purchasing activities, uh, which may seem positive in one sense if you have housing associations getting involved. On the other hand, though, all of this is squeezing things for first-time buyers. So non-household entities bought 13,500 homes last year. That's up 15% on the previous year. One in five purchases uh, is now accounted for by Cuckoo Funds, county councils or housing charities. Uh, and this is, according to some experts, including Lorcan Sir, who's a lecturer in housing, this is pushing household buyers out of the market. The Irish Times goes with the banks. 
Taoiseach Leo Varadkar has moved to reassure the public about the stability of Irish banks as shares in lenders around the world plunged again yesterday. Now there are of course fears about the Swiss lender Credit Suisse with the collapse last week of the Silicon Valley Bank in the US. The Isaac index fell 6.1%. Uh, it's had a number of losses over the past six days. But anyway, Leo Varadkar says we're not concerned about the stability or health of any of our banks. And Leo Varadkar also makes the front of the Irish Daily Mail a bit of gossip from Washington, which says that there's fury over Varadkar snub to American business. Taoiseach Leo Varadkar snubbed high-level executives who invest billions in Ireland by declining to have lunch with them in Washington yesterday. So uh, the Irish Daily Mail understands Mr Vradker declined an invitation to dine with executives who were at an IDA-hosted event billed as a round-table meeting. So they had the meeting, they were having lunch, invited the Taoiseach, according to the Mail. Leo Vradker apparently snubbed that, but then he dined privately in the same hotel. So some people aren't happy about that. Maybe some businesses not happy about that, that he didn't have lunch with them. And of course, uh, the whole idea of ministers going abroad is to uh, encourage investment into Ireland. So we might see that rumble on in Washington, although they're all probably asleep now. They had a big dinner last night. The Ireland Funds dinner cost $1,000 a plate to go to that dinner. Now, staying with politics, the Irish Independent has been looking at who are our most popular politicians politicians on TikTok. Uh, And while Simon Harris is the most popular on TikTok, rural independent TDs have actually become the unlikely stars because they are clocking up thousands of followers on the social media platform. Michael Healy-Ray is joined by Richard O'Donoghue and Michael McNamara in the top 10 most followed politicians on the app. Uh, Simon Harris has previously said that while some politicians like to sneer at TikTok, he says he has a no-bull, no-spin approach on the platform uh, and his approach to communicating, I suppose, with young people. So uh, there's a list of the top 20 TDs with the largest TikTok following in Ireland, if you're interested in that. Obviously, there's a lot of talk about St. Patrick's Day. The star looks at what the weather is going to be like. Uh, Met Aaron has rained on everybody's parade after morning downpours are expected tomorrow. Now, the showers apparently won't last long. And also, it's going to be fairly mild. Temperatures set to hit up to 14 degrees tomorrow afternoon. If it's anything like yesterday, you wouldn't, I don't know, put a dog out in it, a cat out in it. Literally, it was a day for the ducks. So hopefully, it's not going to be like that tomorrow. But there is... Uh, a shower or two forecast showery rain moving eastwards across the country through the first part of the day although it will brighten up through the afternoon so if you're going to any parades later in the day uh, you'll be happy with that and it's going to be mild as well here's hoping for some nice spring sunshine for St Patrick's Day we mentioned there the Taoiseach being in Washington of course we've a load of ministers right around the world for St Patrick's Day the Irish Examiner says that Environment Minister Eamon Ryan would have to go vegan for seven years to mitigate the carbon emissions from his St Patrick's Day trip overall members of government jetting around the world will produce 180 85 tonnes of emissions, which is more than what 16 households in Ireland produce in an entire year. But if all ministers decided to fly economy class, then uh, that would reduce to 61.71 tonnes 
of emissions and obviously they're taking aim at Eamon Ryan because uh, if he was on a business class flight there his emission would be 8.4 tonnes uh, so he's going to have to go vegan for seven years to offset what he's done with his travel for St. Patrick's Day and staying with St. Patrick's Day in the sun there's a different way to celebrate St. Patrick's Day tomorrow if you're patriotic but also like to go nude because people are going to, going to let it all hang out at a special strip-off event tomorrow in Dublin. Naturists or nudists are going to flock to Gormanston Beach which is on the Meath-Dublin border and celebrate St. Patrick by getting their kit off beside the sea. They stressed the importance of marking St. Patrick's Day with the beach meet-up and while they won't be uh, sporting St. Patrick's Day outfits, uh, they will be wearing green body paint for St. Patrick's Day. So there's something you can get up to if you don't want to go to a parade. Certainly a parade of a different kind on that beach. A couple of final stories for you. One from The Sun, if you're a woman interested in your fashion, giant 1980s style shoulder pads are making a comeback. So think of Joan Collins. Kate Blanchett is among the celebrities to adopt the power look made popular by Alexis in Dynasty. Uh, And apparently they are coming back. Shoulder pads apparently have always been lingering in the background. It just takes a few celebrities to get the ball rolling. But now we are fully back in 80s mode. So get your shoulder pads. And finally... If you hate Mondays, well, there's a name for it and bosses are being encouraged to do more. The Times of London tells us that the dread and anxiety of Sunday night blues and the back-to-school feeling, we'd probably call it in Ireland the uh, Glen Row feeling on a Sunday night, well, that dread and anxiety that lingers over us must be tackled by bosses. According to academics from Exeter University, employers should have fun activities on Monday mornings and encourage workers to complete to-do lists on Friday afternoon because there's a huge problem with staff who hate Mondays. There's even a word for it, which I'll try and pronounce. It's lunediosophobia, which is an abnormal fear. I don't know how abnormal it is, but certainly a fear or extreme dislike of Mondays. And apparently even people who like their jobs often feel anxious and unhappy on Sunday evenings. So if you're an employer, make Monday morning a little bit more fun, is the advice from Exeter University. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.